Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners, and welcome back to a very special episode of the Level Up English podcast. The reason this is special is because it's Saturday today. Why is it Saturday? Well, I have been doing this podcast now on a weekly basis for four years, almost four years, and I've never missed a week. It's a big source of pride for me. I'm very proud of that. And I'm changing things up a little bit. I decided to make a change. So I'm going to explain first of all today why I am making that change and tell you a little bit about it before we get into the main episode today. So basically, I used to make each month four YouTube videos, right? My YouTube channel is called Level Up English. You may not know about it. I also make four podcast episodes a month. So that's eight in total, eight things that I make a month. And it does take quite a long time. It doesn't sound like much in a whole month. It's quite a lot, actually. And I'm now experimenting, shifting things around. So from now on, I'm going to try two YouTube videos a month. I'm going to reduce it down to two. And I'm going to do six podcast episodes a month. Now, I want to make clear this is an experiment So we will see how this goes. I may end up changing. I may end up going back to normal. Who knows? But this was heavily requested by many people. Lots of people wanted me to increase the number of episodes I made here on the podcast each week, each month. So that's what I'm going to be trying to do um, today. So, or this week, and I'll see how that goes. Another reason is honestly because the YouTube channel isn't so popular compared to the podcast. I think the podcast is by far the most popular thing that I do. And I'm so grateful that you do take this time and you listen with me and I hope you enjoy it as well. And it only really makes sense to me that I focus more of my energy towards the podcast and maybe rein in the YouTube work. To rein in, it's kind of like when you're fishing, you know, and you reel in your fish, you're reining in, it's like reducing something a little bit. I don't know if that fishing analogy was very good, but to rein something in is to slowly reduce something and lower something's power or energy. I might have a better definition on the vocab list later. So I'm going to rein that in a little bit um, on the YouTube video. So I'm still planning to make two a month and I'm going to, hopefully there'll be better quality now that I've got more energy for that. And yeah, I, I think often when you start a business or a project or anything like that, you tend to do everything. And I think it's a good idea to start with everything because then you know, you're kind of trying different things, you know what you like, you're experimenting You know, it's very normal when you start a business to use every social media platform there is. But then as time goes by, you narrow down your focus. So maybe you start with all of them 
And then you end up with just Instagram or just YouTube or just TikTok or whatever it is. And as my business, as my work is progressing, I am also narrowing down what I'm doing. I'm focusing on fewer projects. I'm actually focusing much less on my lessons. I don't really teach many one-to-one lessons anymore because I'm much more focused on level up English. So you narrow down on what you like, what the audience likes, what I hope you guys like, and also what you enjoy. You know, if, if you really enjoy something, you should do more of it. So those things combined, that's why I'm trying to focus more on the podcast. Um, and yeah, just, just to make clear one last time, it is an experiment. So it may change in the future. I may even end up doing eight episodes in the future, a month, if it goes really well. If you don't like it, I may go back to the original way. We'll see. I'm open to changes. Another thing I'm open to is the topic of the Saturday episodes. I want to make them a little bit different from the regular uh, Wednesday episodes. So my idea for now was to make them reaction episodes. So this is where I respond or react to something I find interesting. This could be a blog post, a news article, something on Reddit, uh, something one of you guys send me. Maybe it's going to be related to English or British culture. Maybe it's a bit more open and a general topic. But I've got a good one for today, so you'll get a good idea of what I mean. And if you have any more requests in the future, all you have to do is let me know. Okay, I will stop delaying now and I will get into the main episode. So today I have got a really interesting Reddit post. Many of you will know, but for those who don't, Reddit is a fantastic website. It's a website that includes lots of mini forums in, which are kind of like chat groups, chat groups, I would say, around specific communities. You can really find any topic you can think of, you know, you can find on Reddit. The one that I'm looking at today is called Casual UK. So these communities on Reddit, they're called subreddits, right? Or you can say sub for short. So this subreddit is called Casual UK. And I really recommend this subreddit if you're interested in British culture, because It's just people in the UK posting memes and jokes and things that really like only real British people will understand. So it's kind of good to go there and you get an insight into how British people think and the habits we have and all this kind of stuff. And um, okay, so yeah, the one I've got here is called Things We Find Embarrassing that shouldn't be, which I instantly loved the title and I thought it would be fun to share it with you guys. So I'm going to comment on it, talk about it. And yeah, I always encourage you guys to join in too in the comments. So the first one he used in the example, the OP, OP means the original poster, the person who originally made the post. So the OP gave the example of using a zebra crossing. Now, this one I find so funny because it's so relatable for me. 
The zebra crossing is the pedestrian crossing. Pedestrian means the walking person. The crossing where you can cross the road and it's got white stripes along the road, like a zebra, you know? And in the UK, the laws are very strict, actually. I know some countries, it's not so strict. In the UK, you have to stop. If there is a person waiting to cross, you must stop. If you don't stop your car, you are breaking the law. That's the the rules. So cars should always stop there. And yet crossing can feel very, very awkward. And I, I relate to this. So normally, you know, you you stand at the crossing, the car stops, you walk. Really good tip if you are visiting the UK, you always put your hand up to wave as kind of a thank you. We always do that here. The only people that don't are really people from another country who are not familiar, but really everyone does that. So you wave, you say thank you, and you cross the road. And something about it is so awkward for me anyway, and obviously this person too. I think it's the the feeling that you're holding up traffic, like the cars are waiting for you and they're watching you. And all of a sudden you become super aware of the way you're walking. Like, oh no, am I walking weird? Do I look weird? Are oh, they all looking at me? I feel the pressure. Oh, I got to get across quickly. All these things start going through your mind. And yeah, it can be awkward. It happened just today, you know? I crossed the zebra crossing. Feels a bit awkward, put my hand up. But I don't feel as cool as I look, I imagine. (laughs) But um, I'll be honest, what I often do in this situation, if I see a car approaching the crossing and I want to cross soon, I will actually slow down so the car can continue to drive over the crossing so then I can cross without disrupting their drive. You know, and it's... I've never really thought about it consciously, but I am aware that I do that sometimes. So let me know in the comments. You can go to podcast 177, link in the show notes and leave a comment. And let me know if you feel this way as well, or if you think it's just a British thing or maybe just a Michael thing. I don't know. Well, let's look at a couple more. So another one here is another one that's so relatable. And this is turning around and walking in the direction you just came from. Yeah, I used to feel awkward doing this. So this is when you're walking on the on the path, on the pavement, beside the road. And for some reason, maybe you forgot something. Maybe you realize you're going the wrong way. You decide to turn around. And so, for some reason, that's so awkward. Someone else replied to this one saying, no, this is fine. You just pat your pockets. You kind of scowl slightly. Scowl is like a kind of grumpy face. You're a bit annoyed. And anyone who sees you, even though there's nobody in a three mile radius, thinks you have forgotten something, right? So you pretend you forgot something or maybe you check your phone. Obviously, you've received a very important plan-altering message. Like, oh, I've got got to go around. I've got to go this way now. So no one's going to judge you for turning around. Does that feel, does that sound familiar to you? You know, I can relate to this. Although I have to say, 
I don't feel too awkward about this anymore. I used to feel so awkward, but I think I've got a lot of practice. With any with anything, you know, when you feel embarrassed, the more you do it, the less awkward you will feel. So in London, I used to have a goal where I would have to walk 5,000 steps every day, which, you know, I think is quite impressive for someone who works behind a computer. So I tried to do 5,000 steps and what I would do is I would go for a walk when I would reach 2,500, I would suddenly turn around and go home. And some people would look at me a bit weirdly, like, why is he turning around so abruptly? Why is he so sudden? What's wrong? That's what it seemed like anyway. But eventually I just stopped caring, you know. Um, they probably don't notice that much. They probably don't care that much. So that one is not a big problem for me anymore anyway. There was another one here, which I found very funny. Have you ever been bowling before? Bowling. Um, We call it a bowling alley, which is the place where you go bowling, the building, a bowling alley. I used to go bowling a lot with my friends because we had a bowling alley in our city. The police have found me. I don't know if you can hear that. (laughs) And... Yeah, so, you know, for those who don't know, maybe you're not sure about the English word, this is where you have the big heavy bowling ball with the holes in it, hold it between your three fingers, or two fingers and thumb, roll it down the lane, we call it a lane, and it hits the pins at the end. So your goal is to knock over all the pins. Someone here said a really embarrassing thing is walking back to your seat after taking your go at bowling. Why is that so awkward? Why is that so true? You know, I relate to this so much. You, you've you just knocked down some pins. You have to turn around, walk back to your seat. All of your friends are staring at you. And then you're kind of, you feel a bit awkward. Like, what do I do? What's my body language like? It's a bit weird. And someone else said here, it's kind of the equivalent of walking away from a explosion especially when you hit that strike, you know, you hit all the pins down, you kind of have that feeling of pride, but also awkwardness. And I wonder if this is a British thing. Like, I feel like in in the UK, we don't like to show our achievements too much. if, If we do some, if we get promoted or we have some really big achievement, we feel awkward if we share it with other people too much. I've noticed this with many other people here too. So maybe it's something like that. You know, we don't want to share that pride with others. It's like, yeah, it's no big deal, you know, whatever. So, yeah, let me know Let me know if you guys can relate to that one as well. This one is super funny and super relatable. So this is asking someone next to you on the train to get up so you can leave. Oh, I, don't know. I mean, for, the, for me, I am a experienced professional train rider by now because I you know I take the train probably on average several times a week at least once a week anyway I've taken it I probably spent a small fortune on train tickets over my life and yeah this is always so awkward for me when I know my stop is coming up and I've got to leave the train it that kind of this anxiety starts coming up within me quite early, you know, 
oh no, I've got to ask them to move and it's it's going to be awkward. What do I do? How do I tell them? I'm preparing the sentence in my head, you know? And I kind of sound like a crazy person now, don't I? But I, I notice this in me sometimes. And someone commented here exactly what you should do, you know, what you do in the UK, which is when you start to kind of shuffle forward in your seat, you kind of move forward, you sit up straight, you start jiggling your bag. To jiggle is like to shake, to shake your bag. And this is to indicate to everyone around you that you are about to stand up. And I think this is the the unspoken rule of train etiquette, that you kind of prepare people for this. Some people will get the hint. You know, someone in the comments here said, in London, you never have to ask anyone. People understand that moving, the shuffling and jiggling, means that you want to leave. However, in other places, you probably have to tell them as well. But someone here left a very interesting comment about what the exchange is like. And they said the typical exchange goes something like this. Like, sorry, can I just... Ah, yeah, of course, sorry, sorry. Right, so... In the English textbook, you might learn something like you have to say, excuse me, would you mind if you, you know, would you be able to move out the way so I could get up and leave the train? Of course. Thank you ever so much. You're welcome. You know, that might be a standard um, interaction from a textbook. But in reality, a lot of the question is just implied, you know. So the person one will just say, sorry, can I just... And it's it's obvious what they want to do. So like, yes, of course, sorry. And then the other per- the original person says one more time, sorry. So everyone says sorry. It's very awkward. Um, yeah, there's that. So that's why it's nice to travel with someone else, so you don't have to do that, right? <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I'm traveling only a short distance, like less than five minutes, maybe less than 10 minutes, I might just stand up anyway because I can avoid that problem. But what do you guys think? Am I a crazy person or is this relatable to you? Um, the last one here, which I think I mentioned on my... I, I was a guest on Luke's English podcast before and it was a really enjoyable one where we spoke about awkwardness. You know, I am a self-proclaimed awkward person. Self-proclaimed means I admit it myself. I have given myself that label, self-proclaimed. And we, we spoke all about feeling awkward and we connected it to this idea of British awkwardness as well. And one that we mentioned that I find really funny is leaving a shop without buying anything. Oh, I feel awkward just thinking about it. And the reason why I want to mention this is because it happened well, like 30 minutes ago. I just went out, I went to the shop looking for something and they, they didn't have what I wanted. And I had to kind of walk out and, you know, I didn't, I didn't what, I, what do you do in that situation? If you make eye contact with the shop owner they might get suspicious of you, like, why are you looking at me? If you look at the ground, then they're going to get suspicious of you. I feel like whatever I'm doing, I look suspicious. 
Suspicious, by the way, is when you do something to make someone not trust you, right? You look a bit you know, like you're doing something naughty or bad. And you, maybe I still have this image in my head that I look like a teenager, that I'm, I look a bit, you know, suspicious. Maybe the image of myself hasn't grown up yet, where I'm actually an adult and I look more sensible than I think, possibly. I don't know. But I always feel so awkward and like when they look at me, I'm thinking, oh, they're thinking I'm stealing something, aren't they? And then in my head constantly, it's like, what can I do to look the least suspicious? What can I do to look normal? And I don't know if you've tried this before, but when you're trying to look normal, you look way more suspicious. You're going to look so strange trying to look normal. So it just gets, it's, it's a, it gets worse and worse. It spirals down and gets worse. And yeah, this is the worst one for me. I haven't got over this yet. I think one thing I might start doing a bit more is just talking to people. I think walking in and saying hi, when you leave, you say thank you. I think that's probably a good way to avoid this awkwardness. Because I don't think a thief would say thank you. You know, if you really stole something, why would you say thank you? But anyway, I guess I'll leave it here for today. But let me know in the comments if any of these are relatable for you. Again, you can go to levelupenglish.school slash podcast 177. Head over to the show notes, leave a comment at the bottom. Let me know if you agree with anything I said today. And even better, let me know if there's another embarrassing thing that you experience that shouldn't be embarrassing. That would be interesting to hear too. I'd love to hear if you have any ideas. I am going to quickly read a couple podcast reviews now and then share with you something I posted on Instagram earlier. So I have one here from Abdul Aziz A9A from Saudi Arabia. And he said, thank you, Mr. Michael, for the distinguished podcast. It honestly improved my listening skill. And your podcast is one of the podcasts worth listening to because you narrate many different topics that was so funny. That's good. Well, I'm not sure what I said that was funny. I don't think I'm that funny, but thank you very much for saying so. That's very kind. One last one here from Yawad Baksh, something like that, who said, your broadcast helped me on my IELTS exam. Thanks a lot, man. My pleasure. I'm really glad it did help. I do have some more um, IELTS topics and content coming up very soon. So hopefully that is something that interests people as well. But yeah, thank you so much for those reviews on Apple Podcasts. And now to top off the episode today, I've got a picture that I posted on Instagram. It's a picture of me on top of a cliff. My friend took this one. I really like this picture. It's me enjoying the view really, really high on this big cliff. It looks quite precarious, quite dangerous. And anyway, the quote below the picture says, set your heights more than what you see around you. See beyond. I love this one. 
Set your goals, perhaps set your goals beyond what you can see. You know, aim for the stars. That, that's what it means to me anyway. Let me know what that means to you. But yeah, that's it. So I just want to make it clear that you will see me again on Wednesday. So the podcast will continue on Wednesday for episode 178. Like normal, nothing's going to change on Wednesday. It's just one additional podcast. So I will see you Wednesday. And on the Saturday episode, I may see you again in two weeks time, in a fortnight. Let me know your feedback again. Thank you for watching or listening. Really appreciate it. And I'll see you in the next one. Have a great rest of your weekend. Goodbye, everyone. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.